When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the other side of midnight with Frank Morano. Half past the hour on the other side of midnight. Uh, that's of course Hall and Oates, who are involved in some some sort of dispute right now, and uh, we don't exactly know what the nature of that dispute is. But it would appear the decision to be a solo artist is one of the very many, uh, many very uh, intelligent decisions that award-winning singer, actor, and PBS TV host Christina Fontanelli has made. And uh, I'm appreciative of the fact that uh, she's kind enough to come in studio. Hello there, Christina. Hi there, Frank. It's great to see you. I love seeing you around this time of year. There's just something that, uh, you know, that exudes holiday season and Christmas when it comes to you. (laughs) I really appreciate that because I've been doing what I'm doing for 20 years. It's hard to believe, but um, 20 years of running this charitable Italian Christmas show. So let's talk about this. You're doing the... Uh, your 20th annual Christmas in Italy show. This is going to be Saturday, December 2nd in New York City at the Kaufman Center. For people that have not uh, been to this before, what's it all about? What is the Christmas in Italy show? Well, you know, it's an extravaganza. And when I started 20 years ago, I had a vision to include children to perform on it. And boy, oh boy, do we have kids. It took about five years in the beginning to, for them to trickle in. But this year we have 100-plus youth performing, dancers, singers. We even have a Ukrainian dance troupe coming. We're making it universal towards world peace this year. And, um, you know, we have a high school from Brooklyn, Savarian High School, 75 of them, the middle school choir and then the high school. And we have a dance troupe from Merrick, Long Island. And we have one from downtown Manhattan, the downtown dance That's factory. terrific. And again, that's uh, Saturday, December 2nd. If uh, people want tickets, they can call 212-501-5330. That's 212-501-3330. Or you can go to the website, kaufmanmusiccenter.com. That's K-A-U-F-M-A-N, music center. Oh, excuse me, dot org. I misspoke. Kaufmanmusiccenter.org. Org. Uh, so this is presented by your foundation, right? Yes, it is. And, and who does your foundation benefit? It benefits. The mission statement includes doing these family-friendly, giving a youth performance opportunities on major stages with major artists. We've even appeared at Carnegie Hall. The kids have had, a, you know, the chance to appear there. And I have Grammy-nominated musicians and world-class. We have mandolinists. And one, Joyce Ballin, she's played with the Metropolitan Opera Orchestra at the New York Philharmonic. I've sung, as you mentioned, I've been on PBS television. And the kids get a chance to have this experience. And then we uh, give 10% of the proceeds to children's causes, food pantries, St. Jude's. We've given to Wounded Warriors. Wonderful. 
Yes, yes, we do that. So with the ticket proceeds. And now, for people that don't know your history, you performed not only all over the United States but around the world. Um, you know, you performed with some of the most impressive uh, musical collaborations ever: uh, the Boston Pops, the St. Louis Symphony. You've even uh, received a Lifetime Achievement Award from the. Order of the Sons of Italy. You uh, performed at the Clinton White House. You performed at the George W. Bush inauguration. You are you've been been everywhere. But this show is uh, pretty. This particular show is pretty special to you, isn't it? Oh, it's so special, Frank, and it should be special for you to write with your last no name. No doubt about it. You know, I had an inspiration twenty years ago. There was a New York Times reporter at an event. They were covering um, a television show, and I sang. Two songs, Torna Sorriento, and I think it was like Mama, Mama. And, you know, the New York Times reporter came running up to me after Torna Sorriento, and he said, I love that, I love that, but what is that? So I said, it's a Neapolitan folk song, and I had a vision. I said, you know, we have to do something about this, preserve the music. So I decided I would rent Ignorance is Bliss. I became a producer there on the spot. I decided I'll rent a concert hall. You don't do it in a big way. And what does it have to be? Well, it has to be at Christmas. And it has to be a matinee because it has to be for the family. And that's exactly what happened. That's great. Yes. So it's one day only, though, just Saturday, yeah, December just, oh, 2nd. Yes. You, if, you, if you miss the second, that's it. You're out of luck. <laughs> well, we've done it other times, you know, two weekends in New York. And I traveled with it to California and to West Virginia and but this year, oh, I'm so happy it's December 2nd. I can imagine. I get to, un- I get to enjoy my Christmas, I think, unless something <laughs> else. Like- <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, talking with Christina Fontanelli, obviously there are a lot of great uh, Christmas songs that are in Italian. There's a lot of great Christmas songs that are in English. Are people going to get to hear both if they come to the oh, show? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We have everything. The first half is mostly just about Italy. We have mandolins, guitar, accordion, all the great Italian tunes. And um, I have a wonderful young tenor coming on the show, Matthew Cirillo, and he's so excited. And then the second half is when we pull out the stops for Christmas. We highlight the Italian Christmas carol, Tu Scendi Dalle Stelle, which means you came down from the stars. We do highlight that, but we do have other music from our own, you know, popular culture, and the kids are going to dance to Christina Aguilera's. Did I say that right? I, I, I think so. Christmas Aguilera. Song. I don't know. Another Christina sings differently than I do, but <laughs> we both have great voices, though. Yeah. And I've always felt that she uh, could, uh, you know, really she has a pretty impressive range. But you actually, you worked with Andrea Bocelli as well, right? Well, yeah. You know, I I was the uh, host on PBS television. I was, you know, and when he sang in Central Park. And um, I met his mother. I got his amazing things. And uh, I never actually sang with Andrea. I was supposed to. And then it kind of fell through because of scheduling things. But um, I did sing, and God rest his soul, I sang with Tony, with Tony Bennett. Wow. And um, several times, actually. Did you get to know him uh, much? Uh, you know, when I first, I did. He was so nice. I mean, I wasn't a friend of his, but when I was so young and I was on my first show with Tony, it was at the Park Plaza Hotel in Boston. And um, he was on the show, and I was so shy. I was so shy, you know, that I was right next to him backstage. And that was the first appearance, though, with him. 
And um, then I was at Hunter Mountain, and I did Mickey Rooney's 90th birthday party. Oh, my. That must have been fine signs at the Regency. And I wound up in a book, The Life and Times of Mickey Rooney, when they celebrated his birthday. Uh, Regis Philbin was there. Donald Trump was there. Tony was there and um, Michael Feinstein, and I'm in the book, Christina Fontanelli. I have to check that out. I'm a big fan of uh, of Mickey Rooney, what I wouldn't have given to be at uh, at that opportunity. People just tuning in, we're talking with uh, Christina Fontanelli. She's performing her 20th annual Christmas in Italy show, Saturday, December 2nd. There's one show in the afternoon, another show in the evening. If you want to get tickets, you can call 212-501-3330. How has this particular show evolved over the last 20 years? I know you mentioned more children being included and they're being able to perform. Anything else in terms of either the types of songs you're performing or what you bring to the songs? What's different now as opposed to 20 years ago? Frank, it's amazing you're asking that. I mean, you know, in so many ways it has stayed very much the same because I've started the so- I've started the show for 20 years now with an with a Neapolitan folk song written by an important Italian composer named Donizetti. Mi voglio fare casa. I want to build the house in the middle of the sea with stars and pearls for my nanetta. You know, it's so beautiful these these songs. But you know what I, is coming in my head? The audience has changed. Mm. When I started 20 years ago, we had a lot of the old timers. They would sing along, you know, and I always make a tribute during the show to the ones that went on to Paradiso. You know, there's less and less in the audience that know the really mm. know the songs. Like, but they love the songs anyway. It doesn't matter. I've had all races there, all, you know, all religions. They just love the music of Italy. I mean, that's it's so accessible. And I've added musicians through the years. You know, I always wanted it to be folksy. So I never wanted an orchestra, like right. a full orchestra. We have the the folk sound of it with the Neapolitan, you know, like the guitar and the accordion and the mandolins and piano. And the kids dance to da- dance tracks, you know, musical background tracks. So we've we've uh, and through the years we've had kids on there. One boy, Anthony, was eight years old when he joined the choir. He stayed for ten years. And we started featuring him. I did. Even during COVID, we went on. It was profound. We performed in churches 2020, December, St. Jean Baptiste, because they won the right to worship. They were not allowed to shut down the churches. So I surreptitiously produced it in the church, St. Jean Baptiste. It was very profound. We had just three young people and very small, but very, very meaningful and then in 21, we did the Church of the Most Precious Blood in Little Italy. Oh, that must have been really special. Oh, you know, I've, I have a fan. Hello, big shout out, Alan Dubrow is his name. And he's not uh, a Christian or anything, but he loved the church the most. He loved that space the most. Well, since you're giving shout outs to fans, uh, you've got to give a shout out to uh, Chick Idala, who is oh. a huge <laughs> fan of yours and yes. is listening to us right now. She's... Very excited that you're that you were coming on the show today. I was talking to her today on the phone. Yeah, and I said, oh, I'm going on pumped. Frank's show. And I, she said, boy, I'm glad you told me because I'm up. I listen to him every single night and I love her. And she's coming. Hello there. Hello. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to ask you is how many fans do you find at, like her that come to the show each year in, you know, year in and year out? Yes, they come. They come back every year, basically, mm-hmm. until they 
go to the other side. <laughs> Don't go there yet, chicken. No, no, we need her. We need her. Um, in terms of, uh, you've done some a lot of opera over the years, I, I've obviously. I've done opera, yes. I have never been uh, to the opera. My colleague Rudy Giuliani loves yes. it. He is the biggest opera fan I that I know. I used to sing for Mayor Giuliani I'm all the time. not at all yeah. surprised to hear that. For people like me who have never been to the opera, I know you have uh, some music from La Boheme in this uh, show, yes. right? Yes. What is a good opera to start with? What's a good, you know, uh, what's a good first way to dip your toe into the well, reservoir of opera? you said it. You said it. La is it that? Is that La Boheme? La Boheme is perfect. And it was even in Moonstruck, the great iconic mm-hmm. film. That's what they went to, and they fell in love at La Boheme. Yeah, even Cher. Yes. See, Cher was in my category. <laughs> even uh, they, Cher. She had not That's been right. to the opera. But and that was her... Cher, if you recall in the movie, for those of you who haven't seen it, get it. Like, right away, watch it. But um, she dressed up elegantly, and I find that the young people love that. Like, people think they just want to grunge. You know, I just was hired to open at Carnegie Hall. I sang all over the world. I've sung at the two other halls at Carnegie Hall, but I never sang in the big hall. I just opened for Tim Dillon, who's a comedian who has a film coming out. It's not my cup of tea, although I loved him because he loved opera. But And it's coming out right now. It's a slasher movie. And it's called Thanksgiving. Oh, I've heard about it. Yes, it's out, it's yes. out now. It's doing pretty well. So apparently. I got a call from his agent in Los Angeles, and they wanted a, a – a, opera singer and i said well good you're calling me because i'm also an entertainer and you can't have somebody walk out on the stage of carnegie hall well i faced those kids i call them kids the people in the audience that came to hear the comedians right so i said i'm gonna sing opera i dressed up elegantly and i had my great pianist and we really did it and they loved it i when i was finished i thought they flashed the applause sign because, you know, in a TV studio, when right, it says sure. applaud, applaud, I actually turned around to see if they had flashed it. They loved it. And the next day, I was with a member of an organization called Unico, and his grandson was at Carnegie Hall. So he called him up, and he said, do you remember the opera singer that sang? He said, oh, she was great. She sang, oh, sole mio. And I said, look at this. That's wonderful. Look at um, this. Is that unusual to have uh, someone like you who is an opera singer but also a you know a classically trained singer and you know uh, somebody that has a lot of deep uh, soulfulness to their voice and the kind of music they sing opening for a comedian i would think that is very very unusual and i've had such an unusual career i mean i really do have a crossover career i've appeared at 54 below many years and with on these shows, you know, that's how I sang with Tony Bennett and, um, you know, I cross over, I sing Broadway, but my basis is great vocal technique from the opera. It's very unusual. I won my best actress award. I've acting training. It was because I was an opera singer and I'm funny, but I won in two international film festivals. My career has been very unusual. I got hired as a PBS TV host out of the blue you know, it's just things happen out of the blue for me. Sounds like you might have a future in this business, Christina. I don't know. Uh, people, people can check out Christina's website as well at uh, Christina with no age, ChristinaFontanelli.com. It's ChristinaFontanelli.com. Let me ask you this. I find, and this is uh, totally selfish, uh, you know, I speak for uh, 20 hours, more than 20 hours Whoa, a week, 21, a you know, 20 plus hours per week. I find by the end of the week, my voice is a bit strained, right? Uh, you've been performing 
at a very high level, uh, it's almost like if you were a car, you were driving at <laughs> 75 miles per hour. You've been doing this for a long time. How do you maintain the quality and the integrity of your voice? Obviously, speaking is a bit different than than, than singing. But give me a, a pro tip here, Christina. Well, you know, I found that and this would help you too, Frank, actually, if you do vocalizing, because I find that I cannot sing. You know, I have a wide range. I can sing a large um, repertoire of music, even pop music, even from Broadway shows like Mama Mia's. But I must vocalize, you know, and keep my voice tuned like a car. So, um, um, but I'm also very, very fortunate because I'm so busy. I'm producing this show. I can barely have time. I'm just in such good shape. Mm. That I can roll out of bed and my voice is right. That's tremendous. You know, it is tremendous. So, it's a uh, gift. How does vocalizing work? What, 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 well, what I can you tell you. You want me to sure, give know? me a tip? Yeah. So we do lip trills. The audience can't see me, but I can make the sound. <laughs> you know, things like that, and uh, and. You know, and sing on the. I, I'm not in good voice. It's three thirty, even though I just said I roll out of bed. But sigh, sigh, sigh. And if you go up the scale, you could come. I'll give you free voice lessons. I, I'm, I may take you up. I'll on give that. you. Really, it would help uh, if that's you uh, with you uh, have bad to keep, voice. You have I to keep, can't imagine you with good voice. Well, that's you incredible. Know, you have to keep the voice. We call it in the mask. You know, it's behind your cheekbones and. Elevated. Well, I, I think I have a new uh, vocalizing uh, teacher, uh, Christina. <laughs> All right. I want to encourage everybody to check out the uh, 20th annual Christmas in Italy show. Christina Fontanelli has been my guest. Again, you can get tickets by going to uh, KaufmanMusicCenter.org. That's uh, KaufmanMusicCenter.org. Or you can just call the box office at uh, 212-501-3330. That's on December 2nd. Christina, it's always a treat to see you. Thank you. Oh, it's great, Frank. Let me leave you, the audience, with a little bit of Christina Fontanelli.